Welcome to the Be Better Podcast with Lee Barrison. True stories from Bakersfield's business owners and entrepreneurs. Lee is a local real estate broker that sold over 1,700 houses in almost 18 years. He is a husband, father, owner, and lead coach of Infinity Real Estate Services. And now it's time for the Be Better Podcast. What's up, guys? It's Lee Barrison here with the Be Better Podcast. And uh, today we are, uh, we are going to uh, set off podcast number seven. And before we get started, guys, I just want to take a moment and thank everybody that has taken the time to subscribe to this podcast. I want to thank everybody that has uh, taken a moment to give us a, a five-star rating. Um, as a matter of fact, yesterday I, I did a little research on my day off. I didn't have much to do, so I started looking at the amount of subscribers that are joining our podcast. And I'm happy to say that, that the, the number is continuously rising. And uh, again, you know, it's just um, I feel very privileged and very blessed to be able to uh, pour some knowledge and bring some very special guests into the office to really talk more about uh, entrepreneurship and really talk about how to, how to build a business, okay? And so for, in, for anybody out there that has not subscribed yet, I want to ask you guys to do me a big favor. Please subscribe to the Be, Be Better podcast uh, on iTunes or uh, Stitcher. And if you haven't, uh, if you have not, uh, please do so now. And, and once you get, get out there, subscribe to the podcast. Give us a five-star rating. Give us a review. Let us know you're live, and we'd love to hear what you got to say about the podcast. So with no further ado... Like I mentioned before, today is podcast number seven, and I'm really excited about bringing this guest on here. Um, we, uh, we have not touched base on this particular topic so far. You know, we've had a, a number of diff different entrepreneurs, such as uh, independent business owners. We've had people that, um, you know, uh, are in the health and, health and nutrition business. Uh, we've had quite a few different uh, faces and names, but basically today... Uh, is a very special podcast to me because it's actually somebody who I have the privilege of working with and for. And um, basically, uh, I've seen this young man grow his business basically from the bottom, and now he's actually here. So with no further ado, I would like to introduce the one and the only Alex Deredia. Say hi, Alex. Hey, everybody. Lee, I just want to say, are we good? Yeah, I think so. We're good. Okay. I just want to say thank you so much, first of all. Okay, keep going. For everything that you do for, for the team, the community, and, and for the agents, most importantly, you know, and it's, it's, it's an honor to be on the podcast, and it's a privilege to sit right here with you and chat. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate yeah. that, Alex. Um, you know, I, I've known Alex for almost two years, I believe, right? Yeah, almost two years. Okay, and, and uh, um, tell us a little bit about yourself before we get in, before we segue into your business, you know, tell right. us a little bit about yourself. So... I'm having a baby in April. All right. First one, right? First one. Super excited slash nervous. Uh-huh. Uh, and, you know, just jumped into the business almost two years ago. And I remember the very first day to that, even like today, you yeah. know, and here I am. Okay, cool. So we got yeah. a baby on the way. How, how many years been, have you been married? I've been married for three years, okay. three and a half, four years. How young are you? How young I am? 30. Okay, yeah. so he's 30 years old, baby on the way. Baby on the way. Um, and and you you graduated from Cal State Bakersfield. Yes, graduated from Cal State Bakersfield in HR. Um, Keep yeah. talking. We're, we're, we're just sitting here adjusting his mic as well. Right, so graduated from Cal State Bakersfield in HR, 
worked in banking industry for almost three, four years. Um, did HELOCs, mortgage loans, new accounts, credit cards, um, you know, and all the, all the good banking stuff, and then just topped into real estate. Okay, so what made you want to get into the wild and crazy uh, roller coaster world of real estate? Well, I didn't think it was going to be uh, this hard of what it is. Okay. And um, it's, it's a different business than what I thought it was going to be, right? So um, what do you think it was going to be before you got in? Basically, you just open up a door and write up offers. Okay, so just so just show up. Yeah, so I was just thinking they would call you. Hey, if you want to look at this house on the street, you mm -hmm. show up, you open the door, write offers, and bada boom, bada bang, and simple, right? And it was just like that, right? And somewhat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> somewhat. Somewhat. It's somewhat like that. Okay. And um, I got into real estate because I was I was excelling at, at my career in banking, mm -hmm. you know, and I was doing good. The numbers were there. So one day I asked my manager, "Hey, I wanna I want a promotion. I wanna become an assistant store manager or a manager somewhere along those lines." And and she flat out told me no. Okay. So basically, you were you were uh, you were growing the company at well at your current bank. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right, and then basically you felt that you were worthy of an upgrade right, to right. a store manager, and she basically said, "Heck no, I'm not yeah. giving you anything. You just keep doing what right. you're doing." Yeah, and it's not her fault either. I mean, you know, she she got an answer to the up above, right? And, right? and the banks were having cutbacks, and at that point, you know, I went home, I talked to Farah, my wife, and I told her, "I can't do this." And she's like, "I've been telling you to jump into real estate for since day one, and I don't know why you haven't done it yet." So I took my exam, passed the test. Jumped into real estate. So, it so quit my job. So, Farah basically told you to. You've been talking about it forever. Yeah. How long were you talking about it for? Well, I mean, you know, we we've, we've been together for three, four years, and ever since I met her, right? Yeah. You know, we discussed your goals and stuff like yeah. that, and I told her that's something that I want to do. But there's always that fear because you don't have that biweekly paycheck, right? Mm. You don't have that paid vacation. You don't have that health insurance. Right. The whole pay, you know, the whole nine yards. So that was my fear, right? Because I don't want to be without a paycheck and. You know, you don't want to get behind on your mortgage or bills and so on and so forth. So basically, you were just fearful jumping in. Of course. Knowing yeah. that you're, this is commission-based business. Right, right. And if I don't sell anything, then I don't make any money. And it's then game over. Game over. Yeah. And then my car gets repoed, and then they come take no. my house. And before you know it, I'm living in a in a hostel with my wife and my, and my soon-to-be no, yeah. newborn. Yeah, we don't want any of that, you know. So so before I quit my job, I, I saved up six months of savings, you know. Okay, that's smart. Um. And then I, I had the savings. I paid off my car, so I minimized my billing, like bare minimum, you know, like bare minimum. Mm -hmm. So if just in case we had to stretch those savings, it's possible to do so. Okay, so you kind sense? of financially prepared yourself. Yeah, for the worst, yeah, right? yeah. So I okay. mean, so we did that. And did then, somebody tell you to do that, or? Um, I think I read that online somewhere. Got it. Yeah, okay. before you jumping in, you know, just save yourself six months of paychecks, and then so that way you're well prepared just in case you don't do your sales right away mm. which i didn't yeah either you know okay so cool so uh you passed your test how many years have you been licensed now almost two okay so you've been licensed for almost two yeah and um june of 2017 june of 2017 so we're about seven months away from yeah. being two, so you're a year and a half in, in the business you're in five months actually in the business okay yeah all right so let's go ahead and switch gears a little bit okay all right, so Alex Deredia, uh called me. You called me, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I yeah. did. I, I called you. Yeah, I interviewed three other brokerages. I called you. Okay. No names, but yeah. So you called me. I remember I was driving down the road. Right. And um, 
and you said you 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 interviewed at a couple different brokerages right. and then somebody referred you to me correct and then you came in and right. I, I don't think you believed the fluff. I don't think you thought me serious. What you said was what you said was if what I say makes sense, are you willing to sign the contract? Yeah. And and I said yes. And I showed up and what you said made sense and I signed and ever since I'm right here. Superman. Well, yeah. I, I love having you on a board. I mean, right. honestly, you 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 are uh, a, a definitely uh, somebody who jumps in with both feet with blind faith. And really, Alex, let's talk about that for a minute because you've you've exemplified blind faith in real estate sales. Most people don't, and the reason why is because, like you said, I mean, they're fearful that they're going to fail, so they basically walk that tightrope. Right. You know, they don't want to put their their neck out there. They don't want right. to ask too many questions. They don't want to talk to too many people. And therefore, the failure rate in real estate is 18 months, right? Yeah. The average commission, or I'm sorry, the average closings per real estate agent in the United States is four transactions a year. Can you freaking believe this? Yeah, you know, when I, it's, I, don't, I don't know how people survive. I mean, that's, I don't either. that's just, that's, uh, I couldn't do it. Well, again, I mean, it's it's funny, but we're surrounded by, and, and it's unfortunate. It's, it is unfortunate. The, it, I, the industry is broken itself, to be honest. Thank you. The industry yeah. is broken. You took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, we're surrounded by a bunch of agents that don't have enough training, nor enough uh, support or accountability. And so therefore, uh, you know, once they finally get licensed and they think this is going to be their dream job by, what would you say earlier? You're showing just, just houses. Show up to the house, open the door. Yeah. And then you write an offer. Bullshit. Okay. I agree. I, I'm sorry. I got to call. I agree. So, so with that being said, the failure rate's 18 months. That's the average shelf life of a real estate agent right now. And here you are heading into that 18 month period. Cause we just said we, you know, basically we're a year and a half in the business. Right. You can say that. Okay. 100%. So, so tell everybody out there, you, you, you know, I asked you if what I say makes sense, Alex, yeah. and you feel comfortable and confident that I can take your business to the next level. Would you consider signing a contract when we meet? Yeah. And you said, yes. Did any other broker ask you that question when you met him? No, sir. I knew that. I no, knew sir. I knew you were going to answer that. <laughs> All right. Perfect. So you came in. Um, I don't think you believed um, some of the stories that were taking place. In right. The uh, you know, I, I did some research before I walked in. You had the highest per agent production at that time, mm -hmm. which was like, I don't remember that exact number, but it was up there. 24. Yeah. Per agent. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and I went around the cubicles and I talked to every single agent and I said, let's, let's hear it. Right. I mean, yeah. You're telling me all these glorious things, and I was like, "It can be." I want to hear from somebody. Yeah, else. I want. I want to hear from the crew, right? Yeah, so yeah. I, I spoke to each one of them, and and, and they said it themselves, and the numbers were there, and it was it was pretty solid. You know, it's funny. Yeah, is that I spent a lot of money that day paying those guys off to tell you what right. you wanted to hear. Yeah, I so I can get it. Things, hey. so I can get you to sign a contract. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, I mean, you know. It is what it is. Uh, I'm kidding with you. I'm yeah. kidding with you. But yeah, so you're right. Um, that's that's. I still remember this day. You know, he walked in. I presented. I could tell what he, you know from his body language. He needed to be. Uh, he needed to hear it from other people besides myself. So I brought him through the office. He spoke to a couple agents that were having amazing careers. Right. In such a short amount of time, and Alex did sign on with blind faith, of course. Yeah. Um, did I didn't you ask any questions. You didn't ask any questions? No, I didn't. I just said, all right, where do I sign? Sign it. Yeah, that's okay, it. Perfect. Well, and so, so Alex, you, you, you came in full time. You didn't do a part-time gig, did you? No, I hopped in full time. I had quit my job. Mm -hmm. So this is, this was it. I mean, it was sink or swim. Okay, perfect. And really that's the best attitude yeah, to have. If yeah. you're going to get in real estate, that's the best mindset to have because right. guess what? When the pressure's on, you perform. Yeah. 100%. Right. Yeah. So, 
Alex, tell everybody out there, uh, you started in June of 2017 in your first six months with our company. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your production like? There wasn't any. You didn't have any production well, for first, six months? Well, first 90 days, there was no production. Okay. And then one sale hit. It was a buyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then another listing hit. And then I got a sign call on that listing. And then it's just a snowball effect from there. And it's still going. And I love it. Yeah. Snowball yeah. keeps getting bigger, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 All right. So so basically for 90 days, you said not a single paycheck. Right. But what did you do for those first 90 days when you started? It was frustrating. I mean, you know, I remember talking to one of the coworkers out here. We were just like, dude, there's nothing. We were calling. I was. Yeah. Um, I would come to the office, not role play. Right. Um, role play and then um, role play. Role play every day. Role play every day. Jump on the phone from like 9 a.m. to like 11, 30, 12, nonstop, just calling, 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 calling. Uh-huh. Um, lunch. Back on the phones. Okay. Calling, 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 calling. Yeah. 4, 35 o'clock, I'm drained, like, like burnt out. Yeah. Go home, refresh, do it again the next day. I did that for like... 90 days 90 days non-stop uh, even on Saturdays even on Saturdays yeah yeah I, I mean I had nothing to do I had no buyers I had no appointments I had I mean I did open houses too you know but um there's nothing like what else was I gonna do I had to get a client I just kept calling kept calling kept calling I got a listing on Bernard it was 609 Bernard I remember to this day you double ended it I double ended it client moved out out of state new client moved in and that client gave me two more listings after that and then all of a sudden the, the momentum, sh- momentum shifted, yeah. right? Yeah. Sweet. And it's just nonstop. I love it. Okay. Yeah. So these and guys, just, just for, you know, as a, as a cliff note to this conversation that we're having, this is something that just makes me tickled inside. This is the real reason why I chose to even, even consider becoming a, a real estate broker or owner is because the, these type of stories right here, and, uh, it's just going to get better as the story goes on. So let's move on. So the first 90 days didn't see any brink of light. Then all of a sudden something happened. Got a buyer. You got a buyer, you put double in, in, you put them in escrow, you double into the listing. Then you got referred a couple more deals. Went to Mike Ferry. Went to Mike Ferry. Was that impactful for you at all? That was very eye opening. I mean, you had shown me and told me the stuff, but you know, I mean, it's different when you hear from somebody that's just out of the picture that you mm. don't see on daily basis, right? And Mike called people on stage and they're doing 100 deals, 200 deals. Making millions of dollars a year. Millions of dollars, not hundreds of thousands of dollars, right. millions of thousands, millions of dollars, right? And I was like, if he can do it, what's stopping me from doing did it? Did he look any different than you? No, I mean, looks no did different. He, did he, was he overweight sometimes? No, oh yeah, or there are some people that are overweight. There yeah. are some people that had you know, I lisps. Mean, yeah, all that, right? all that good stuff. It yeah. was just a normal person, and I'm thinking, he's able to do it. We'll Why can't I do it? Yeah, exactly. I love that. I love so, it. so, and then I put that in my head. I was like, what is it? Whatever they're doing, we sat down, we talked about it. Mm-hmm. That's what I started doing, and then we went from there. Beautiful. So, so you yeah. went to the Mike Ferry event. It was a big eye opener. You, yeah. you finally, instead of hearing it from me or anybody else in the office, you got exposure to over, you know, three, four, five thousand different agents, right? And uh, panels upon panels of other agents across right. the United States, including Canada and Italy, where where these people were killing it in a major way. And were they doing anything differently versus no. what we talk about? And these people are so humble, like they're so down to earth, yeah. easy to talk to, and like you 
I could call up any one of them right now and be like, let's role play and it wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. Or I could ask a tip and no problem, you know? Yeah, we got a couple friends from, yeah. uh, from yeah. that. Uh, John yeah. And Sai, we had right? lunch with a few of those people John out there. John Jose yeah. Luis Morales. Most definitely. Yeah. That, that, I remember that now. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. That was that. Uh, even that Jose, was Jose himself was like, just keep doing it nonstop. Yeah. And I mean, he's, he's, he's doing pretty solid out there in Oxnard. He's not doing bad. Yeah, so... Definitely. Good, good. So, okay, so let's fast forward. Here we are. Now, we are in 2018. So your first full year as a real estate agent, or should I say a real estate business person, uh, where are we looking at uh, as far as closings for the, for the remainder of the year? Uh, 44 have been closed already. Okay, and today is uh, November 30th? Seven more in escrow. Okay, so... I think. So are all seven of those going to close by the end of the year or no? Uh, three or four are going to close... Okay, so that's going to put you at 48, 48 closings? I'm, I'm shooting for 50. You're shooting, shooting for, for 50. 50. I, I got to find a few cash deals, um, something. Something's going to happen. I'm going to make sure something happens. Oh, God. Um, Alex, <laughs> listen. So f- let's just be conservative, okay? Let's just stop thinking about 50 for a minute, but let's just think about 48. Okay. I mean, of course, you want to hit 50. I want you to hit 50. Right. Everybody wants you to hit 50. But with what I have in escrow, it'll be 48. It'll be 48. Yeah. Yeah, and so... And this is your first full year in real estate. Correct. Okay. And let's go ahead and rewind the tape. If any of you guys are just jumping on now, I repeat, four transactions is the average transactions per agent in the United States. And this young man at the age of 30 is closing 48 transactions, his first full year in the business. Now, do you have an assistant? Yes, part-time. You have a part-time assistant. Yes. Okay. And you're grooming her to become a real estate agent, correct? I am. I, my goal is to bring her on as a full-time buyer's agent. Okay. And and I, th- I think she has a great personality. Mm-hmm. She's solid. She comes from a sales background. So it'll be just win-win for everybody. You Good. Know? She's working on her test right now. Yeah. I'm calling her every day and I'm harassing her. Have you passed your test? Have you passed your <laughs> test? And she's like, I will pass my test. And I'm like, Okay, perfect. So, yeah. yeah, just keep hammering away on her. But yeah. here, here's here's where it, where, where, where it really gets interesting, okay, is that, um, you know, the average industry, the industry right now, and, and, and it's whole, I, I look and study agents' numbers on a daily basis within, the, within our community. Right. And I see agents that have either been in the business for five years or 10 years, or even 15 years, or so on and so forth. And they're not closing... 48 transactions. Well, why is that, Lee? I don't understand. Like, why are these people not able to, able to do it? I mean, there's plenty of business, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think there's a shortage of business. There's always buyers. There's always sellers. Doesn't matter what time of the year it is. Doesn't matter what month They're it is. They're everywhere. There's life situations are happening nonstop on daily basis. Right. So why why not? Good question. So, so I'd like to answer that for you. Shoot it. It's a couple things. Number one, it's the environment that they're in. Okay. Okay. So a lot of times they're in an unproductive, unsupportive, uh, unmotivating atmosphere okay. where the broker doesn't care whether or not they show up. The broker or the sales manager uh, basically, right. you know, doesn't matter. Their, their business, that agent's business, isn't of a concern to the broker. Okay. Okay. Well, that's not good. No, but but secondly, guys, is it, uh, and Alex to answer this question, is the reason why agents... Uh, produce such a low level is because of the fact that it's so normal. So it's accepted. Does this make sense? Right. I mean, I mean, I st- I'm still puzzled. Like, how do you survive on four deals? That's I don't like, know. that's average commission check is around $4,500, $5,000, mm-hmm. right? After broker, sh- broker split, it's even lower. Right. 
And that's before Uncle Sam shows up. And that's before even Uncle Sam. I mean, I, forget about Uncle Sam. That's not even <laughs> including him, right? So you're making $18,000. How is that even possible? I don't know. Right? I don't know. So, like, my goal personally was I made about $45,000, $50,000. At where? Your previous? At, at, at my job, at the bank. I, I didn't think you wanted to talk about that. Right. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the thing is, I, you know, and my goal was to uh, make that amount your, at least. Your first year? Right. Did you make it? That's not. Yes, I did. I think you made just about that much. Yeah, we made yeah. that amount. In six months? Yeah, because, I mean, if you hop into this business, you want to set that goal at least, right? Where you surpass your job income. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't know why people are not doing that. Well, and, and again, it's your surroundings. And here, here's here's the true answer. Here's here's the meat and potatoes of this answer. Can I answer for you? Sure. Okay. It takes three months to get a real estate license. It does. Okay. You take your test, and then you show up to an office. Okay. And the broker, the sales manager, you go to them and ask and ask them, what do I do? Right. And then they basically say, learn how to read a contract. Learn how to read a listing contract. Okay. Read the disclosures. They talk about doing open house. Right. They talk about everything but the sales. Talking to people and right. getting rejected at a high level. How often do you get rejected per day? A lot. Like a lot. A lot. Like I've never been so much rejected in my <laughs> life. Like a lot. I love it. Uh, a lot. Hey, um, so in, at your previous job, you were in, you were on the phones too, right? Yeah. I mean, I was I was doing sales. Um, I did so there was not a lot of walking traffic. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would call in and you know just try to consolidate loans over the phone mm -hmm. or you know tell them home equity line of credit refinance so on and so forth. Okay, so you're kind of used to talking to people, but there was there right. was the level of rejection as high as it is now? Actually. I didn't make calls at that level. At what you're doing now? Yeah. Like okay. now I make a lot of calls. Okay. So how many contacts a day do you make? Uh, the goal is to hit 25, 30 contacts daily basis. Minimum? 20 is minimum. Okay. So a minimum of 20 contacts per day. Nonstop. And, and then how many listings is your minimum uh, Your minimum listings per month? What, what, is you, what are your standards? So for, for past six months, I've been averaging four to five listings every month. Okay. So that's about 60 listings a month that you're taking. Right. I'm sorry, a year. Right. It's a numbers game. I mean, to be yeah. honest, it's, it's, I'm taking like that many listings. Not all of them are going through. Some are getting canceled. Some are getting withdrawn. Some the appraisal doesn't come in. I mean, it's not as glorious as it seems, right? Mm -hmm. So I was reading this book by Ryan Serhan, and he said, have as many deals in the air as possible. Right. Like, if you have the ability to get 100 deals in the air, do, do it. it. Just, just do it. If you have 100 deals, 50% fallout. And there's still 50% available, sure, right? Yeah, and yeah. whatever fell out, just fell out. Forget it. Don't cry about it. Go get 50 more. Bring it back up to 100, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, So I've been trying to do that, like nonstop, every day, more appointments, more deals, more appointments, more deals, more appointments, more deals. If they're going to fall out, they're going to fall out. Of course, we're going to try everything to prevent them, close the deal. Of course, no problem. Yeah, yeah. But if it's, if it's meant to fall out, it's, it's meant to fall out. Right. And so what you're saying is that the disconnection between you and your deals becomes uh, more and more because... If you have a lot of transactions open at, right. at all the time, yeah. you don't care if two or three fall out because sh right. you know I still got seven in the pipe. And yeah. by the way, I got seven listings available right now. And by the way, I got four buyers or five buyers that I'm working right now. I don't care about those three that fell yeah. apart. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I do care. I'm not gonna say of course. Yeah, yeah, but it's you know five. But would you care a little bit more if you had one transaction? I would flip out. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I would flip out. So the goal is to have as many listings as possible yeah. and as many buyers as sales as possible, you know, because you just never know which deal is going to go south, mm -hmm. right? And it's mm -hmm. real estate. Deals go south all the time. Yeah. All my deals, not all my deals. I've had some smooth transaction, but 80% of them, 
have gone south and we have to bring them back on track. Not south, but there's just like a little hiccup in the in the road you got to get over. Right. right. So hiccups like, south to me is like the shit hit the fan. It's over. No, no, I, I no, yeah, pretty much. Okay. But like hiccups like appraisal. Like I had one listing sure. appraisal came in forty thousand under. Okay. And I was just like, ah. like, what do I do at this point? Right. Uh-huh. I mean, the sellers are like. Like how do I even, how do you even tell a homeowner your home is not worth forty thousand dollars? Right. You know. I mean, yeah. we we came to find out that there was some major issues. That's why that appraisal came in much lower. Um, but stuff like that happens. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Okay. Definitely. Well, perfect. So, uh, okay. So, so forty-eight is what we're on track to hit. Right. Your very first year in real estate, which right. I want to congratulate you on, by the way, because that's very, very unheard of. You know, I don't care what borough, what city, what state you live in. Right. Go ask your mom. There's not a lot of people out there that are selling 48 houses in their first full year in real estate. So moving forward, 2019 is right around the corner. 2018 is basically a wrap, Alex. Yeah. What is your uh, production goal for 2019? Uh, We're shooting for 75. 75 transactions in a second year in business. Beautiful. Now, let me ask you this. I've asked you twice. What is your production goal for for, for 2018, 2019? And you tell me a number instead of a, a... Money, right? Why is that? Why Why do you talk about the unit versus um, the uh, money? The is a result, you know. It's I, the byproduct. It's a byproduct, right? Yeah. It's, you're gonna get paid once the deal closes. So I try not to worry about the money as much. Mm. Uh, I count the number of files. I love it. A deal's <coughs> a deal. Doesn't matter if it's a fifty thousand dollar condo mm-hmm. or if it's half a million dollar property. Right. A deal's a deal. A file's a file. A client's a client. Beautiful. I love that yeah. answer. Yeah. So so seventy five transactions in your second uh, second year of business. And <clears throat> what are some challenges that you see yourself facing in 2019 in order to get to 75 closed transactions? Time management. Okay. I think that's going to be a big issue. I mean, I'm struggling with that right now. Um, we're obviously going to have a buyer agent next year, mm-hmm. so she'll she'll be she'll play she'll a free big, you up on the buyer yeah, side. She'll, she'll she'll play a big role of that. Yep. Uh, we're we're just getting everything in ducks in row. We already have transactions lined up for January. Okay. Um, definitely. So. Okay. Good. So, so one of the challenges, Alex, just to mention, is time management. Right. I'm sure that it, all you, if there's any real estate agents out there that are watching this podcast, I'm sure you guys have no problem with time management. <laughs> Alex is. I don't know how you do way. it. Tell me. Tell me how you do it. <laughs> okay. So listen, guys. Uh, time management is one of the key things, one of the key challenges that I see most real estate agents suffer from. Okay. Right. And uh, just give me a thumbs up, guys, on this on this video here. Or give me a, 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 a you know response on this podcast if you guys suffer from time management because that is one of the number one things that agents suffer from in real estate. <clears throat> so, you know, one of the like Alex, you know, you're, you're right now you're you're basically preparing yourself to hire a buyer's agent, which is a good thing because what in order to eliminate time management problems, you have to do what we call delegating, right? Right. You, you've got. I have a big issue with that, like major issue. I, I know. I, I like I want to be in charge. I want to be in control. Mm. Everything has to be a certain way, but I'll have to figure it out. And let me tell you, that that right there is just called normal. Okay, it's just yeah. normal to have a problem handing the wheel off to somebody else. It's right. a problem thinking. Here's here's another problem with time management. If you want to delegate, well, guess what? It costs a little bit of money sometimes. It sure does. I and don't like spending money. Right. I know you don't, but yet here we are. We have to spend money to make more money and Correct. You, I mean, you've heard that you know I have. that adage right yeah but and it's true i mean literally you if you if you hand the wheel off to somebody that's probably better than you in some areas I, of your yeah. business yeah definitely then 
he or she makes you look better. Yeah, they may cost a little bit of money, but the beautiful thing about it is, is that you're actually providing employment for somebody out there that really needs a job and really, really looks out for your best interest and your business. Correct. And if you do, if you could find that person out there, then trust me, then guess what happens to you? For you have more time to you do more business. you got plenty more time with your new baby, with Farah. You can go out of town more often. You, there's a lot of different things that you can do with your time because guess right. what? Money comes and goes, but time never does. Time is a, no. is a commodity that you can never get back. Money, you can make it, you can lose it, but guess what you can do? You can make it again. Yeah. Does that make I sense? Agree. I agree. So, <clears throat> so if anybody out there has, has a problem with time management, I hope that helps out a little bit. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. But before we get stuck, before we finish, what I want to talk about is now that you are in the real estate business for just over a year and a half, Alex, you just closed on your first uh, uh, flip property. Yeah, it's an investment property it's that investment we picked property. up. We're going to be You're uh, holding it. Yeah, we're going to turn it into a rental. Okay, go on. Yeah, okay. we're, we're going to turn it into it a rental. It looked like a flip because it was a shithole. So, it know. was. It was big time. It's, yeah. it's, it's costing me a pretty dime right now. Yeah. No kidding. But it's a it risk. needed a ton of work. It does need it, yeah, it needed, needed a lot of work. Yeah. So, But it's almost there. It should be up and running. If you're following me on Instagram and Facebook, you'll see it on there. Yeah. So, But, yeah, I, I'm looking for a tenant. Three bedroom, one bath. <laughs> Let me know. All right? What's the rent? Uh, the asking is twelve fifty. Okay, so by the time I think this podcast is going to be a wrap and it's going to be live, you probably already found a tenant. So I like the plug. Yeah. Uh, but here we go. Um, so so basically, we just bought uh, our first rental a- after being in the business. But right, you already right. have another rental of yours. Yeah, right? this my. Uh, it will be the third one. Okay. My goal has always been to buy one investment property every per year. year. Okay. So I bought two before I jumped into the business. I bought one this year. Mm-hmm. The goal is to buy one more next year. Okay. And just keep. Keep buying them. Keep yeah. buying rentals. Can never buy enough real now, estate. Tell me what's important about buying rentals. What's important about buying rentals? Yeah. It's just rentals. You can't go wrong with it. You, I mean, it, yeah. it's, it's income coming in. And if you keep on investing, it's, it's a growing portfolio. That is my retirement. Yes. Because we it. don't get that 401k like I did at the bank. So over here, we're going to create one. Right. And, right. and that 401k is something that you can actually see. Yeah. Physical. It's, yeah. it's growing in value. And it's going to pay me rental every month. And I mean, of course, there's going to be headaches. The toilet's going to get broken. Yeah. The roof might catch on fire. Stuff might go south. And, you know. Yeesh. But, hey, it's a risk, right? That's true. Just yeah. like any investment. Right? Yes, sir. All right. So before we uh, wrap it up, Alex, why don't you just tell everybody out there uh, how to get a hold of you by phone, what your Facebook look like, and all yeah. that other good stuff. Uh, super simple. Instagram handle, Alex Deradia. Um, there's two of them, Deradia Group. And my number is 661 903 Three one eight three. If anyone's looking to buy, sell, reach out. You know, out of state, in state, it's not a problem. Yeah, We're so here to you, help. Yeah, if any of you uh, out of town or out of state agents are looking for a good uh, agent to uh, refer business to, I'd highly recommend Alex. Right. I know that you have received a lot of. Ten uh, percent of my business came from referrals with other agents. There this you year go. Alone, ten percent. That's okay. pretty solid. That's very very solid. Yeah. So basically. Uh, you know, if, if anybody out of town or anybody out in town is, is either looking to buy a home, buy an investment property, or maybe list a property, I would highly recommend Alex. He's done a great job for himself. Right. And he'll, do, he'll, he'll do a great job for you guys. So uh, with that being said, this is a wrap. Uh, podcast episode number seven is now over and I really uh, just want to finish up by uh, saying thank you to to everybody again for uh, for watching uh, uh, and and watching on on YouTube as and, and as well as listening to our iTunes podcast or on Stitcher um, and uh, with that being said thank you Alex I appreciate you no, buddy thank you Lee I yep. appreciate it all right man. yeah cool are we good we're good awesome